Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo and Dr. Tom. Now, we're doing a bonus special today, a pre finale special, is it? If you will, yes. A pre finale yes. special, a quick 45 minutes, maybe an hour, pre finale special for All Star 7. We're joined with a friend of the pod, special guest, our favorite basically our fave our fave uh, in the world Joe Harwood hey Joe she's back hey hi, hi guys hey. thank you for having me back oh no anytime <laughs> anytime anytime and uh, who, who else to invite back to discuss All Stars <laughs> 7 and how it's going I mean it's been a, it's been a great season what are your thoughts what do you think just, just as a whole oh everything about it has been so refreshing to me because i really fell out of love with drag race from the negativity stuff this was encapsulating the whole contest and the the fan base because i know all these queens well i don't know a couple of them but i know a lot of them personally and i just love them as artists and they're really good at their job and i'd love i love the communal spirit they're not bitchy about each other they they Uh really support each other so i have loved it it was a refresher and got me back into drag race so yeah great it's felt so (laughs) celebratory hasn't it now before we get into the the kind of like little recap of the season and think about the upcoming finale how have you been what have you been up to that was a segue we call that a segue Okay, well, I've just been at a retreat in Essex with the Glass House for a week. I booked Amazing. myself a little far week off, which was lovely. And then the week before, I was filming an upcoming masterclass in Paris. So Amazing. I was staying in Gary Baldy for a week, and we were doing this really amazing shoot, which I'm so excited to share with people because it's going to show all about my work I don't do on YouTube. Because a lot of people saw my YouTube content when I did that, but it, no one really understands what I do now. So if yeah. this was like, my first reintroduction of that work. So I'm, I'm so excited, but I, I will let people find it when it's out because I'm not quite allowed to announce everything yet. I can say what's coming, but not yeah. what platform. So <laughs> yeah, how have you guys been? Tell me all. We're good, thank you. Can't complain. <laughs> I, I'm in a different job since last time we caught up. I'm, I'm working um, uh, with people with eating disorders now. So I'm in a different branch of mental health. Um, oh. and it's challenging, but very, very enjoyable. I'm glad I made the change. I, I that's such a worthy job. And you have been running around across fitness things. <laughs> yes. yes, I have been. <laughs> Sorry about my but you know what? Everyone asks me, what do you do? And I'm like, it's literally I try to lose weight. <laughs> I eat so much, I need something to counter that out, don't I? But you love mm-hmm. it and you perform so well. I do love it. I do love it. Um, just for just so everyone knows, if you want to find anything out more about Joe Harwood, just look into the podcast descriptions and the notes. You'll see your website, Joe's website, um, Joe's website, the Instagram. So if you want any more information, please go to there. Uh, if you want to find out more, which I'm pretty sure that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yay. So, thank you so much for joining us. What we're going to do, I want to go episode by episode. We're just going to just talk about All Star 7. And I just want to... I want to hear what you think. And also, it's a good time for us to recap hmm. our thoughts because the finale is coming up this week. So let's just break it right back down. Episode one was that legendary challenge that, that, that um, you know, the, 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 song, the, the leg- girl group. Legendary. Kind of, legends. Yeah, legend. Mm-hmm. We're legendary. Legends. Da, 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 <laughs> ha, ha, rainbow. Ha. That one. <laughs> what did you think about that episode? And do you think that the right people were in the top? Well, you're going to have to give me all the prompts here because my story of the fish brain can't remember which episode was which. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, 
I thought, so what were they doing? They, this is the girl band. It was it was like a, a big conglomerate girl band where they were all, yeah. all doing the same song, um, Legendary. Um, yes. And the top so, two that episode were Monet and Shay. Monet, I thought that Monet was kind of on the edge of being in the top. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. Raja did pretty well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am just a Raja stan. I, I, I adore Raja so much that I think that she should be in the top every single week. But <laughs> I loved it. I just was obsessed with the, um, the looks they were doing in this mm-hmm. challenge. It was. I love everything about them. That it, I can't compliment them enough. This is very different from my last podcast when I was reading all the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it all. What did you guys think? I like I like anything performance performance based. I really do feel that because I listen to the music. You know, mm. you listen to it once. It's hard to really get into it because for for a song to become familiar, you have to listen to it more than once. Mm-hmm. And I do listen to it often. And the verses that really <laughs> come up that really throw themselves at me is um shay and monet's especially monet's and jinx's because jinx is quite funny jinx's was very funny you know she's yeah. it's it quite camp- i do think the top people were in the the top that week yeah. shay and monet yeah i think um in that episode and for the first couple of episodes i think we'll probably revisit this theme it was the first couple of episodes before viv sort of blossomed it felt like she wasn't stepping into her own quite so much in the first couple of episodes and she has said she felt a little bit shooketh um by the competition right in the beginning which is so stunning to to me because like viv is such a powerhouse queen um and she was so unshakable on drag race uk um but since you know from episode 3 onwards i think she really kind of mm. uh, gained momentum joe what are your thoughts on that because I, I, Viv, Vivian is such a great drag queen. Mm. I mean, she, I feel like she really encapsulate UK drag so well. Why do you think as a UK drag queen, when she went over there to compete with the American girls, why do you think that there was a bit of, I, I don't want to say intimidation, but it kind of, there was a bit of a, there was, she wasn't, she wasn't that steel armored queen that we saw and know mm. why do you think that was well i've i've done this before in my career because when i was doing mm. um my youtube career i worked with world wonder so when i went yeah. to america to do the first drag cons and i was doing all of that it's it sometimes it takes you a few weeks to acquire a place because everyone talks in the same language but the point of reference people use yeah. is often things you don't know like the things that people talk about in supermarkets like the brand names mm-hmm. or there are certain things that you get taught in school that, that you don't get taught in england and mm-hmm. it's if you are not in on the joke you have to really overcome that personal sort of block because you can feel yeah. like you're the the odd duck out kind of thing and That's it's not true. like as soon as you get back into the the spring of things you like they don't use the word football to describe football. It's soccer. <laughs> yeah. And just like weird little, little slips like that stop you from being able to have fun with people because you don't know about, I didn't know about the South. I didn't know about segregation in, in mm-hmm. certain things. I didn't know that there was religious people in the South. Like, and I didn't understand yeah. all the, the, the sort of like um, the intersections of America because it's such a humongous place. Mm-hmm. And when you see these drag queens that are regional, you can look at all the different places that they come from. You can see like, oh, New York queens are all kind of like this. Southern queens are like this. LA queens are like this. But you don't, you have to work out where you are because the UK is not at all like that. You can't yes. even, you can't compare the two. But I've known Vivian since MySpace. Um, she's always 
had immaculate makeup. I mm-hmm. thought she was exceptional. I was there when she won the first ever drag pilot show in, in London. I adore oh, yeah. her. Yeah. Um, she deserves to be there. I, I just think that she, that, I don't know, there's sometimes with Viv, I think that she's a step outside. She puts 150% into things. Yeah. When, mm-hmm. and it's like almost like a ball running forwards. It mm-hmm. sometimes is a bit intense and not quite on the money. It, it, just because I think that she's overcoming that fear by going boom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she's pushing herself yeah. through the limit, but it sometimes comes across as a bit brash. I don't know. That's yeah. but I love yeah. her, and I think probably she just took a minute to acclimatize. She probably missed the boyfriend. She probably missed yeah. the family, and it's you're, you're totally it, right. It's probably multifactorial, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And what, That's... when did they film this? What do you know? What month they filmed it in? Because it's fucking hot. Yeah, I think it was um, summer 2021. So I think that's, a, that's a completely different drag dynamic because if your body's yeah. used to getting glued and, and your wig is on in, in mm-hmm. our climate and then you go to LA, yeah. that is hard. <laughs> yes, definitely. So there's just a lot of things affecting that came into play. I think it's probably kind of... back to back with season 14. That's usually how they do All Stars. It's, it's okay. nice. It's nice to hear that point of view. It really mm-hmm. is. Now, episode two was the snatch game. Do you, do you, what were your thoughts on the snatch game? <laughs> excellent. All of them were excellent. I thought Raja again should have been in the top because she did Raja just was bring. so good. Wait, it's a revelation in it. Mm. Oh, but I, I think a lot of people needed to know about um, Madam, the puppet, yeah. and, and uh, what's his name? Stomach Flowers, so the comedian that performs Madam. I want to say Brandon Flowers, but he's a singer of the Killers, isn't he? Yeah, another Flowers, Waylon Flowers. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because um, he's that—that that was such an amazing point in gay culture. I think because there's a movie. Have you seen the movie with Madden? No, I haven't. I should check it out. At the end, he describes Madden as being um, an impersonation of his grandma, who was the only person that accepted him gay. Oh. So it, you couldn't be a flamboyant queen on TV at that time. You could only have a puppet that represented yes. that. So mm. I love that Raja brought that because she is 50 or whatnot. And she's amazing, stunning. Yes. And it was she could have easily impersonated so many people. I don't know if you've seen her do Michael Jackson, but that's what made me want to do transformations when I did it on my YouTube because I saw no, her as Michael her. Jackson. Oh, it was amazing. So Oh, I've I not her. seen her do Michael Jackson. And I would love, I would love oh, to yeah. see her. Oh yeah, the I think it was the California girls used to do themed nights. So mm-hmm. um, they did all like the, the what's the one that Chad Michaels is like the queen of? That, and they do like sure. a dream girls. The, the there's one in South in um, the, beach, the, dream the beach. Dream girls review. Yeah, it's I don't know if it's dream girls or there's another one that they all do. Tammy Brown's a frequenter there. Morgan yeah. I think came there. There was lots of other like older queens, but they used to post on MySpace for around 2006. Mm. And Raven was in, I can't remember who Raven's in personally, but Raja was Michael Jackson. And it was what I wanted to do on my YouTube because I saw Raja do it. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. I love her. Yeah. I love to see that. Jinx, um, though, was amazing. Jinx was uh, freaking insane. You, you can't, you can't talk about the Snatch Game in All Star 7 without acknowledging Jinx. Um, <laughs> her character was just fully realized. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was an absolute masterclass. Was it was an absolute masterclass. Yeah. She's been doing Judy Garland on the road for a while, hasn't she, with Battle in the Seasons and stuff? So she's really oh, yeah. honed that character. <laughs> and it just showed. And just like the camera moments, just my camera and kind of like bursting into song and the bit where she forgives um 
the serviceman uh, who killed Judy Garland. It was so, so good. So like layered and hilarious. I um, mean, everyone loves a throwback. Everyone mm-hmm. loves a throwback to a previous season. That mm-hmm. nostalgia. I think she touched on so many key elements that made it so successful. So good. So yeah, it's hard not to. So Jinx and Trinity were in the top that week. Her Lucifer was very, very good. The Satan character. I didn't. I like. I think that again, like Vivian, because she was doing a regional character. She was doing Catherine yes. Tate. She was a spot on Catherine Tate. I don't know. If she really had to was. On. Yeah. But I thought that if you knew the character of Catherine Tate, she did a better job than Trinity. I I, I, I agree. That yeah. I don't think people got the reference. Possibly. No. So, I, <laughs> I know. I know. Like Abfab. Uh, I think particularly gay people in the USA get Abfab. But I did wonder if her Patsy didn't quite hit the mark for a similar reason. Maybe they didn't quite get her. Yeah, it was a bit Kim Woodburn doing Patsy. It was, it was a bit <laughs> odd. I, I, I don't know. I thought that the Leslie Joseph was stronger. I think the Lucifer character was... I don't know. It's kind of on topic because they're all America was talking about the little Nas X pole dancing scene in the yeah. song. So I guess it's kind of like a funny topical thing. But I don't know. I don't, It wasn't my favourite one. Um, and I thought that Monet's... Um, Mike Tyson was I thought she was doing a good job but she was mm. out of timing like she started biting the plastic ear as the sentence finished and things like she was a yeah. bit off um I don't know I would have put Raja in the top that week and I would have put Jinx in that week Jinx is just what a brilliant person and I think that she learned to do Judy from an older queen yeah from back in her hometown but she does so, all those battle decisions on tour. I used to watch them when I was hungover back in the day because I thought it was so funny when she was doing it. Was it the Marlena when she was talking about Edith Pierce being a lesbian lover and things? I just I find her extraordinary, <laughs> just wild. She's so very good. So Do you think good. that the Vervis character um, for Snatch Game would have worked better on a UK season? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But she's of the caliber to compete on um, American Drug Race, but you have mm. to hit the audience's interest to get. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The, the support. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's a shame she couldn't repeat the Trump character or hadn't saved it for that in a way because it would have gone down so well. And she really oh, inhabited yeah. Trump when she did him on UK. Yeah. No. So well. Yeah. Episode three is uh, episode three is one of the episodes I need to hear what your thoughts are. <laughs> episode three was the realness of Fortune Ball, and um, the um, <laughs> they had three looks there. One look obviously is the look that they made. Do you think that the right? Well, first of all, what do you think of the outfits, particularly the outfits that they made? And then do you? And then the next part is, do you think that the right people were in the top? No, the people in the top was Jada and Trinity. Jada deserves to be in the top for what she can do making clothes. That that queen is is she is stunning, but she is also amazing at creativity. If you put the images of what she created on that show, they're yeah. up there. They're really brilliant stuff. Yeah, she deserves it. So, what was the what were the three categories? Was it the Vanna White thing? Yeah. So they did um, Vanna White realness. They did. That's right. Um, they did a constructed look that they were assigned a color, um, and Jada's yeah. was black. What was the first look actually? No, the si- the second look was, was they had to merge two oh, looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly. What happened to Baby Jane Fonda? Yeah, that's what Jinx did. And, <laughs> yeah, and Raja so- did uh, Olivia Newton John Waters. Mm-hmm. 
That was it. Raja forgot the TV lights with that one. It yeah, did yeah. not show the moustache. She should have had a big shiny strip instead of a pencil line. That's, um, yeah, that's exactly, yeah. It was a genius, genius concept again. Yeah. Um, I I don't know who Vanna White is. Uh, is she some iconic TV host yeah. like Carol Vorderman of America? Yeah, basically. So I had to look <laughs> her up, but she's like, you know, like Carol Smiley or Jenny Powell, as we had on mm-hmm. um, Wheel of Fortune. She's their equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, I would have found that hard to do myself. When I, when I looked her up, she had a certain like early nineties, late late eighties glamour about her. It was like shoulders, hair, sequins, that kind of thing. Oh, I don't know. Like, I didn't understand what the point of it is. I appreciate the woman wanted to be on the show, but she, <laughs> I would have done like a dynasty or some craziness because I like at least yeah. you'd have a reference point that you could play with. But I don't know. I think that. Um, what are the other girls doing? I, I liked it. I thought everyone pretty much did a good job with the puns, the, the portmanteau names. Yeah. Um, I, I, apart from Raj, who I do adore. But yeah, I think Jada deserves to be in the top of that one for sure. Um, I did think, yeah, Trinity, which she did a good Van White. I think yes. she looked like she was from the 80s. She literally yeah. looked like she had the grey face paint on. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the 80s makeup. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you remember her constructed look? It was like a red, um, really, really intricate kind of strappy, almost kind of dominatrix bondage. Yeah, yeah it, it, isn't this like the most jam-packed season? It's like a my god, every smorgasbord of idea they put in an episode. Yes. It's like yeah. I like. I think Trinity, she's a, she's a bit bonkers, isn't she? That one. She's. Yeah. Just, I don't really understand what's what on there, but she can whip up these. Very long train dresses quickly. Yeah. Um, Jinx is a tragedy when it comes to making clothes. So I didn't bless think that her. she was particularly great, but she is funny. I bless, like her dressing around the world. Like yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was, I really loved what Raja made. Yeah. That, the kind like, of Pippa Beige. The Pippa Beige golden, that yeah, golden. Like Schiaparelli no. kind of influence. Now, it's been confirmed over mm. and over. It's been com- very confirmed that this is the episode <laughs> that Raja called out Michelle Visage. And what's what's been confirmed, because I just saw something that Trinity said. Trinity said, Raja looked dead in Michelle Visage's <laughs> eyes and said, who are you to judge me? You're the friend. You're, you're just the friend of the host. And then backstage, she told production that Michelle needs to be fired. This is the <laughs> gossip. This is this has been confirmed and said by Trinity and other queens. What <laughs> I saw this. Did you see what Raja posted though? When she, when Trinity put that on, Trinity was doing a meet and greet or something. And yeah, like a yeah. Fan question. And Raj went, the queen of embellishments, which I thought was a brilliant award. <laughs> there, there. Um, no, like, did Willem comment on this as well? I think there was a little... Yes, yeah. Will, Willem, also, yeah. Willem also said that... About the is... roast. Willem also said a bunch of... Well, I think you're going to expect a bunch of jokes to be cut out of the roast because they've only got so much time. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Willem's... I've not been listening to race. No, race Will, obviously, Willem also but... said that there was a... That Raj caught up Michelle. Yes, yes. And Trinity also said it at Roscoe's. So she said... I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. It's frustrating sometimes because when you've yeah. got queens that have got their own career path and they've been on television successfully themselves and then mm. someone... Because 
I, I've loved Michelle. I've met her. I've met her child, the, the non-binary oldest child. I think they're identified as non-binary. Um, and I worked with him in Glasgow. I worked with Michelle in Glasgow. We oh. judged a drug pool. I was actually That's a judge right. judging the queen mm. many years ago. But I, I really like Michelle when she is not in drag. Mm. She's a mum. She's a real mum, mum ahead. But yeah. she puts on a New Jersey sort of mafiosa thing, <laughs> like um, when she's in the full regalia. And yeah. I, I think that sometimes if you've been sort of snubbed because you did such a good job on the week before and then you're being told that you ain't, doing this amazing mm. reference point that Raja was doing and you would snap back. I would I would get pissed off because how can yeah. you say something about you if you can't do the skills that you're judging on? And I think I made this point in the first episode with one of the points. It's just like mm. I don't like it when people make because I treat everything I do like a discipline. I work really, really hard. And I think Raja's exactly the same, even though she's stoned off her titties doing them and having mm. a great old time. <laughs> she did put a vape in my mouth outside of that and food bar and got me rocketing because <laughs> you've, you've um, spent time with Raja haven't you Joe? I adore her I, yeah. I've always been a super fan of her because of the wine space inspo with my with my yeah. YouTube work but also because Matthew Anderson who did RuPaul's makeup yes. was kind of her mentor, so to speak, mm-hmm. in it brought because Matthew was the makeup artist on American Next Model, yeah, and then brought Raja on, right? Okay, I did not know so, that, yeah. So that was the lineage. And because mm. I, when I started doing YouTube and everyone was asking Matthew how to do RuPaul's makeup, Matthew then shared my YouTube stuff, yeah. and all the drag race queens got really excited to see this like little teenager from England amazing. doing this amazing stuff. But Raja's always been a super support, and it, it I'm blown away by how brilliant she is she's just amazing it's like when when someone is such an amazing talent with such interesting background indonesian heritage hindu environment Mm. muslim father then converted to be um i believe evangelical and it's just she's gone through so much and and she's beautiful and she's done so many different things she went on tour with iggy azalea i think when iggy was at her um high and did her makeup on tour she's just I'm just amazed by her. She's just like one of these uniform people that I, I really appreciate and respect. Yeah. I, I, I love her. Yeah. Let's, let's jump to episode seven because that's, that's <laughs> another, um, that was the legendary legend looks where they all had to, they were assigned RuPaul um, looks that they had to create. That's a reinterpret, didn't they? they had to reinterpret. Were there any looks there that really blew you away that you were like, oh, that's such a great interpretation of that. that that's so fresh. Or they, they did a, a good job with the materials. I like Jada's approach. Again, I think that, because I, I really look back at the images of what Jada did, because I think mm. when she, she gets a bit like shy sometimes, I think on the main stage, she's not got that wit that some of the other queens do, where they kind of push their way to the it's front. Almost more it's, so ch- it's more evident in the workroom most of the time, isn't it? When she's comfortable with her peers, she's cracking yeah. jokes, she's having a great time, she's making everybody else smile. But you're right. That is yeah, true. It, she, doesn't, she does shrink a little she, on the Yes, stage. she does. On yeah. stage, she's she does shrink. Mm. Um, exactly okay. what you said. She's not that same queen in confessionals or the same queen that she is with everyone else in the workroom that's and it makes you if you can't sell what you're doing you sometimes don't pay attention to how good it is it's only when i looked at the pictures in retrospect i went oh my god look at these things up close they're actually brilliant they're pretty much the best who did the who did the the track the flare trousers for oh um evie um she reinterpreted the supermodel look as a sort of palazzo pant yeah 
that I thought was pushing the boundaries. Uh, Evie is interesting to me because she's kind of like not not. I'm going to say she's the underdog, but she's the. She, I don't know if you describe what she does as drag. It might like it's not mm. drag. It's like club kid, really. It's like sort of gender f club kid. And to yeah. see her doing some of the stuff, she's putting elements of what she does with the tasks. Mm. But sometimes it's like it's so out. of and then other times I'm like, oh, that's actually cool. Like, I love the, mm-hmm. the the huge wide leg trousers with that interpretation because RuPaul never wears trousers, so yeah. I like that. And and I think that she she's interesting to me because I really I want to see what she does artistically because I'm always thinking like she's got a total different point of view to me. Like, and I'm really interested to see what it's about. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I think like Jinx was not up there. Bless her heart. She's she's, oh, it's just she's, not her week. Whenever it's, whenever it's a construction job, yeah. just not there her is, week. There is there is never an expectation for Jinx to be in the top when it's a um a challenge to do with construction, I'll sewing, t- or fashion. I'll tell you who I did like, and I actually perhaps it's just my personal taste, but I would have put her in the top two with Shay's look. She had that kind of ruffled pink and she'd hand painted the leopard print on there and she had the headscarf and it had this almost kind of like Richard Quinn with a little bit of like bad Sandy chucked in there Um, Mm -hmm. and I just really really enjoyed what she put together I got what people said maybe it fizzled out a little towards the bottom and lost some detail but I just really enjoyed I thought she looked like this big pink flower Um, (laughs) I just thought she looked gorgeous I really enjoyed her She's been like so consistently high, but it mm. she she didn't have to me there it was like she didn't put the finishing special powder mm. on everything. It was like everything was so good, but it wasn't that like surprise. Yeah. Like apart from I like the look, which which times did she do? Which it was like the beautiful the neck jewelry, like the the very African and the um the it was like a very it was a couture piece i think it probably was armani or something some crazy couture thing was it in the first episode with the valentino the valentino that look was was the top for her that was blowing my mind out but she didn't have that same like flamboyance like I thought even even though I'm not a huge fan of Monet, I think she's a bit of a fool. <laughs> I do like I I like some of the things she did. She surprised me. I liked a lot. I like the brown armor look. I like the patchwork, yes. which I think that her assistant's mother did, and before she yeah, died, I hope, that's the, true. I hope the queen didn't kill her. Jesus Christ! But um, yeah, so, I did. <laughs> Yeah, many that was a, the dolly coat of many colors look, wasn't it? And you're right. Yeah, I'm jumping back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it was um, uh, Patty, her assistant. And yeah, her mum hand stitched it. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, and then the mother died. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. So, gosh. Very sad. Yeah, Very sad. Hopefully, hopefully not. After seeing my name wear it. There you go. <laughs> who is, in your opinion, <laughs> who is the fashion queen? Of All Star Seven, Raja. It's Raja. It's Ra- Raja. Raja. It's Raja. 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 <laughs> yes. Raja. The eye look. The eye look was just amazing. Yeah. The early episode was it the entrance look that she came in in, like just phenomenal. And I think that I like the laser cage look. Oh I enjoyed my god! That like yeah, ridiculous. The heels that were like literally. Um, cut out wire frames or whatever they were. They're just um, so phenomenal. Amazing. And it, did you, well, watching this, like for me, because I kind of can't, I can't really take it all in watching it once because so much is packed into each episode. Yeah. But it's like a, 
it's so many things going on because even when I saw this thing that, that Raja posted and it was like there was literally 26 different looks I'm like, where did she wear this look? This is like, and then obviously after they go back expecting to come and lip sync for the night to win, yeah. they change into another look. And you're like, I do the clock this bitch was wearing this. All right, this is all fantastic. Raj is just amazing. The only thing that I will say about Raj that I don't love is she does have those shiny grey wigs with the bangs. Okay. And they're those plastically <laughs> grey wigs. I really hate them. <laughs> but everything else is just mind-blowing and I, I can learn so much from her. Who yeah. did you think? Who did you think with fashion? Go. Um, I just I think you can't do any better than the the drag queen who made Drag Race a fashion platform. Hmm. Raja changed the game. She hmm. she literally did <laughs> on season three. She changed the game with fashion. She created a lot of other fashion queens that came after her. So you can't put anyone before her. She is she's patient zero. Yeah, she I- is. I'd give an honourable man a couple of honourable mentions. I think Viv has been really polished and consistent with her runways, and I think um, Evie. Just coming back to what you were saying, Joe, like she she's often got this amazing different point of view on the runway. Um, like um, the same same episode as Raj's laser bug look, her mushroom look mm. was just fantastic. It was so magical. That's so true. So true. So what did you guys think about Violet Chachki's um, response to Raja? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a storm in a teacup, that one, wasn't it? And- we so so my opinion was I felt like it was a power move. Mm-hmm. That was just me. I feel like what what better brag can you ever have than to say I booted Raja? <laughs> you know what, what the, the you know and the the queen the, the drag queen who started fashion you probably inspired a lot of um maybe other queens to become fashion queens who who made them see that oh drag can be fashion that's exactly what i want that's actually what i want to do and therefore i'm going to pursue <laughs> it what bigger what bigger flex is it to to say i i was able to boot Raja. That's, that was my thought. I, I completely agree. That it was a power move. The thing that I think was a shame, well, there's a couple of bits, really. I guess, like, there was an immediate backlash, and you know what the fans can be like. But Violet mm. kind of, like, doubled down and was kind of, like, um, being quite ballsy about it and was being quite like, well, I don't care what they say. But then I think that kind of fueled things, and she ended up actually caring what people said like she wasn't able to stick to her guns unfortunately and then like she she got them taken off youtube and put on wow presents they're just not available anymore for like free consumption she um the tea on that is she was at roscoe's and the the girls who host roscoe's at the moment one of Nasha lopez who's the other one batty davis um they fed back fed back the next week they gave their feedback and they said um that they they'd heard violet on the phone talking to world of wonder saying it's making me want to quit drag you need to take them off youtube so i i mean the bigger shame in that is just how horrible the fans can be at times and they're made violet feel that way but i also kind of just wish if she was gonna kind of like be the big i am about it that she just stuck to it and like played the villain if, if, if you're gonna be bowdy bowdy yeah Stick to your guns. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Stick to your guns. Why not? The thing is, go ahead, go. You go first. Well, the thing is, I just think that Raja wouldn't care what Violet said. I don't think, exactly. I I think that when you're, when you're someone who's so confident and just so, 
sure in yourself when someone says something about what you do and someone tries to dismiss, dismiss what you do I feel that they wouldn't care because they're so sure in themselves. And I felt like Raja would be the kind of queen that was just like, who's who, what's her name again? What did she say? Uh, she wouldn't care. <laughs> so it's not really, it's not really that big for her. What do you think? I could hundred percent agree with both of you. I think Violet was trying to be that bitchy queen because she has been forced into this safe sense of security that she is, at runways in Paris, she is doing Violet and her square line and all the strange things that she wears that makes her shoulder look like an armoire and her waist look like a tiny thing. She's <laughs> not actually at the top of the fashion pack. She needs to bark a little bit less because it just <laughs> she is going to encourage people to treat her in the yes. same way. Yes. And it's like sometimes when people live in a monkey cage, they can't tell it stinks. And she is <laughs> she is fantastic at at her performance she is an acrobat on hoops and mm. things in the air but i've never seen outside of her particularly sort of vintage inspired things a fashion look from Violet. Mm. she's just thin she's just thin <laughs> it's yeah. all creative e- elaborate looks i think probably the hello <laughs> kitty one was the biggest one she did but raj's look are articulate thought processes that you can yeah. dissect and even if you don't like the execution mm. of them you can say She's actually making a point here. She's introducing people to a puppet that was about gay culture before you were born. Yes. Blair, which I think Violet's original dragon name when she was in Atlanta was. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, I heard um, that too, yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I, I do like Violet. I think she's fantastic. So I'm just being silly to prove a point. But it's, <laughs> it's like, like, you don't need to do that. If you're going to say it, you're going to invite it back. And if you get it back, you take it on the chin and then move on. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I completely agree. It just the way it kind of played out was a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the words of Jigan, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Jigan. <laughs> I saw zero glamour at drag con. <laughs> now let's go into the comedy because the next challenge that they had for me was comedy slash performance or a combination of both. And that was the fairy tale justice. Do you remember that episode? It's very important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the inhale and the inhale and the exhale joe and the sigh. joe has thoughts we're keen to hear talk to us i do well i just um, the, the 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 visual of rupaul with elf ears and <laughs> is burnt into my head it's Sinister Ghoul. I don't know what that was about but i, no. I have to kind of, let me backtrack on that though rue has been doing looks have you noticed yes. this? They're wearing the ma- the look. They're like looks. Did you see was, the one with the kind of um, like the, the 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 big like leather gloves? She like she's going to unclog a toilet. Or <laughs> <laughs> the Grace Jonesy kind of looks. That they're they're, yes. they're a bit wild. They're a bit more. But he's obviously got paid a lot of money to do this because he can mm. afford to to do that. But so this was improv. So that what they were doing is they were trying to kind of on the spot act out these bizarre circumstantial. Uh-huh crimes and so on okay i i just find things like this so ridiculous that i i barely 
hold them in my brain anymore. But these are the challenges in RuPaul's Drag Race. I just think, who came up with this crap? <laughs> it's just corny. Why don't you like, I would like to see like a, give the bitches a basketball and send them into a basketball court. That would be more entertaining than heels bouncing around a ball than this bizarre thing. And Michelle was in this sort of like, did they? <laughs> yeah, they had like a mini challenge where they made Raven and Chad Michaels play basketball. Oh, girl, that I have to rewatch that. I did like yeah. the first one, but um, they, I don't know what I don't even know what to say about this. Bride of Frankenstein week, Michelle Passage's Judge Judy was peculiar. <laughs> um, Shay was really committed. Um, Jinx was a pig, if I remember. Yes. Yeah, um, Monet was doing a normal spiel. Uh, Monet, and I, I don't know what it is about Monet. I just find her so frustrating. She's there's like an like an irritation factor with her, which I, I'm sure when she's out of drag is not there. I think it's her, her persona she's putting on. Is it, what did you think about her though? Like in this particular challenge, in this particular challenge, Monet, for all her actual comedic talents, struggles with this is her third like improv challenge, and she's never shone in them um never i actually really like Monet, but the it, what was the first one was bossy rossi the second one was jersey justice and all stars four and this one she just shrinks into the background she she struggles to come up with particularly funny off the cuff things um and yeah just fades and gets overshadowed by queens like kind of mo Hart or um even cameron michaels overshadowed her in bossy rossi and i mean that that's <laughs> like you know <laughs> her i don't think that manet is an improv artist she does not do well when she has to think on the spot mm. i mean unless it's choreography but then a lot of the times with choreography you're applying movements you already know to a different sound so of course she can she can roll with it there but improv when you have to use your words and slash your wits to try apply yourself in that moment manet mm -hmm. just she it's just not her calling there but she's a phenomenal performer, but she's just not good with improv. Yeah. You're right. Have you heard her on the Bunny podcast? I call it the Bunny podcast, but I deny that there's two hosts on it because I think she's just the poor queen to Bunny. But I like I think that she does very well when she's got someone's energy to play off of. Like with Bob as well, yeah. sibling rivalry. Yes. Yeah. It's like a, she's, she's a complimentary person, which is amazing skill in itself because it's hard not to want to rule sometimes it's good if, if you can if you're confident letting someone sort of go crazy and you can sit there and gas them up almost it's that's a skill in itself which i don't know but one thing i will say about her she looks absolutely stunning in the spiked looks at the end of this one yes. the mohawk she looked her skin looked beautiful the makeup is much improved she yeah. has she had some sort of surgical and then put in the botox do you think has she I, th I, can, I, th I think there's a bit of a shade change. Oh. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone from um, square to aubergine. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not the thickness that the the good lord gave her. It's <laughs> How did the good do lord doctor surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did this? Did um? Did the fairy tale justice translate well with the Santa School for Girls in terms of these queens and how they performed? Can I? Can before we go move on from fairy tale justice? I loved Viv in that. I thought it was Viv really like stepping into the spotlight. And she she was in a hurdy gurdy accent and <laughs> the, the, 
What's the, what's the name? Not Little Bo Peep, the one that steals the porridge. Hansel, Han, Han, the Gretel, rather. Yeah, yeah. She was Gretel. She was Goldilocks. She was. She was every. She was every. She was every, she was every woman. Joe, do you remember Hello Hello? Yes, I do. Yeah, it's very Hello Hello to me. Her performance with the accents and stuff being so silly. <laughs> it's a, that's the thing about British sitcoms that I don't think America is familiar with. Like that sort of interchangeable. Yeah. Like, what, what was the one that was like the where there was a, a woman that had like the blue and green rings? It was like a department store sitcom. Oh, um, Locum. This, so. um, like, she, all of those references bleed into Viv, I think. She's got a little yes. bit of all of those, those things. Definitely. I love it. She, she was, she was confident there. I think she found her footing quite well doing that. It was, yeah. it was easy. Yeah. And it, absolutely- but it was also, she was on her own away from the Americans. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it because she, you're right, because she, she took that same energy to the Santa School for Girls, and she was a combination of so many um, iconic <laughs> English um, UK ladies. She was Kim Woodburn. She was, she was, I adored her in that. Noel, the, please, please, Noel. Noel, Noel, please, Noel. <laughs> I thought she was just, she was great in, in there as well. I think, I think the Viv is someone who's, who was confident. Um, with her words she's confident on stage she's confident um speaking and mm-hmm. relying on her wit which i think some people don't have but i think the viv, the viv does absolutely i loved it i loved it when she was doing the price for the show and they were in this video and and trinity was saying oh i really appreciate learning from viv all her wonderful makeup skills and Viv was like when are you going to start applying this oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell that she's a that's, queen that's who's worked good. on the club circuit and sharpened her wits, hasn't she? <laughs> she's brilliant, just yeah. talented. <laughs> maybe so, not the best singer, maybe not the best thing. Maybe can I just I'm gonna add an interjection here. Why are all these queens singing Pete Burns? Why is Bimini singing Pete Burns? Why are they all singing Pete Burns? I saw they're, they're that like clip in... of Bimini doing you spin me around, yeah. I'm a Bimini super fan, but they need to stop singing Pete Burns. None of these bitches are Pete Burns. <laughs> Absolutely. Pete Burns is an untouchable icon. Um, I agree. <laughs> having said that, it would be a favourite karaoke song of mine. But um, that's not for public consumption necessarily. <laughs> for for karaoke, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so the Santa School for Girls, Raja was in the top of that week as well. Mm-hmm. She had that... Um, Nancy from the craft. Yes, the, the crowd character coming through. Yeah. So they put her on the top there with Vivian, which I absolutely think was well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. I I the Faruza Bolt, was that her name? The, the, who looks like um that British pop boy that's the, the what, have you seen that pop boy? That there's like um oh god, I forget their names. I've got I literally have the memory joy of the fish now, but you know, for, <laughs> the, the, there's that boy that's like a rock musician kind of emo boy that's always trying to do TikTok things that looks exactly like through the bolt to me. Anyway, it looked more like <laughs> the boy than it did like the craft woman in my mind. So I, because I've lost the name, it's gonna it's gonna haunt me now. He's like an actual like pop pop star at the moment, I guess, a British pop star, but he oh. looks just like her. Anyway, I, we can unfortunately, skip past that. I'm not in touch with <laughs> the music of the youth today, unfortunately. When it comes to comedy. Do you remember ahead, the dra- the draguation speech? That was episode five. Yes, I do. I thought Raj's again was brilliant when she was doing yes. the 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 witch on the mountain thing, the hippie Very lord good. leader. Fabulous. 
mm-hmm. so good. Absolutely. She I, was such a, for me, she really shocked me. She surprised the hell out of me with that one. I didn't think that she was going to be as good as she was. Well, I remembered her being funny in the season three stand-up challenge. So I, I knew she had it. In but she her. had a lot of coaching in that one in season three. The, but this yeah. one was more her. It was very her. I yeah. loved how it was very on brand, if you will. It yeah. was very Raja um, to do, as you say, that kind of witchy poo character. Um, mm. she, was, she was really fab in that. I really enjoyed Viv. I know I'm banging on about her, but I really enjoyed Viv in that as well. Viv made an mm-hmm. interesting, because I what I thought about this challenge is it wasn't super duper clear um, what was expected of them. Did they want heart or did they want funny or did they want 50-50? And Viv went like full on funny with the sort of drunken character. But I thought it was really successful. I thought she was hilarious. Oh, no, she just, she, she's brilliant. Like, I don't know what, where these kind of things go, but probably she observed the queen. She hangs out with it. It's a great yeah. mimic. She's yes. really a great mimic. She is. Um, you're right. Yeah. It's. It's. It, I think she's brilliant. But the thing about like Raja that I just think is different from these later season queens is she's been doing this for her life, and mm-hmm. she's rounded in all areas. She's not someone that's joined in drag as a result of a TV show that only specialises in a small niche. Yeah. She's been doing this authentically for years. Yes. So you're going to have more skills. And it, 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 people are so eager to box people into, this is a comedic queen, this yeah. is a fashion queen. But, but when you've been doing this job as a career, you've not had other career paths, you're going to be able to do all of it, aren't you? Like, I, I thought Raja was a phenomenal performer when she was doing the Through the Wire and she had the wig full of powder. And when she swooshed, it looked like smoke had come out of her yeah. wig. Did you see this in her first audition tape? It was amazing. Like she's got so many different things in her artillery because she's been doing it so long. Like mm. I think some of them, if they've been doing it long enough, they'll know the tricks. If mm. there is the new queen, like Evie is not someone that's got all the tricks. I think Jada. I was fascinated to see that Jada was friends with Trixie. And they came from the same. Yeah, thing. Milwaukee. Like, yeah, they they both yeah. from Milwaukee, don't they? Yeah. Oh, good God, this, you can see a difference there. <laughs> My God, so one got taught makeup and one got taught business smart, apparently. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I do like them. I like Jinx as well. I think Jinx did a good graduation speech. I think she looked very beautiful with the Hollywood yes. finger waves. That was lovely. Yeah. Fingers, but, yeah. Some of the other girls yeah, kind of leaned more into the kind of heartfelt story thing and some were more successful than others. Trinity was a surprise to me in that one in the sense that she told a really good, like authentic heartfelt story that also had a few funnies in there. And I thought she was really successful too on like the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, she's another one that she uses as character as her sort of armor, doesn't she? She's been, she lived in this for a long period of time. I don't know much about her other than what she said on the show. I don't know really about it, but from what I gather, she didn't have a lot of family support and she lived with a grandmother and yeah, she was a young gay boy in the I South. Believe her mum died quite young um because she had addiction problems, I think. Um mm-hmm. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. And then um yeah, she had to move in with her grandparents, but then her grandma got ill when she was in high school with cancer. Mm-hmm. She had to basically tutor herself at home while she looked after her grandmother she's had it tough yeah and you can see that you pour all of that into your artwork like that she's Mm. she's another one that's just brilliant 
I, I think that, that I can't criticize them all. And do you know what I would like them to do in the last episode? I'd like them to say, ha ha, we tricked you. This wasn't a competition. It was a celebration. You could yeah. all get a check. You get a check. And you get a You're check. a winner. This is what I do with the, um, the holiday, the holiday slave special. Yeah. Where you're all winners. Yeah. And you're all winners. End. It can end in a zoom out of RuPaul counting all the money at the end going, I'm the real queen of all the queens. Absolutely. <laughs> now, the draguation is very similar to episode 10, which was the Hall of Shade. Basically, the Rose Challenge, uh, where we saw Jinx and Trinity take the win. Now, do you remember that episode? Do you remember the Rose? Yes, I do. Now, yes, now, I do. now this is... I need to know, do you think that Jinx and Trinity... Were the top two that week? Was I it both Trinity of you? was funny. Trinity was very funny. <laughs> she, was, she was reading Evie about her lips. That was <laughs> funny. There was, you've, been, you've been reusing that joke, actually. There were some jokes that I absolutely was saying, I'm taking. You don't have to tell you. Exactly. I'm absolutely <laughs> using that. I feel like this is another episode where the Viv was slept on. Mm-hmm. I think that her roast was just class and <laughs> i just feel like she was done dirty in a way i feel like she should yeah. have she should have been on the top for that week i, I think she deserved a top i thought raja was right when raja said that she'd been doing more pay than the horse in the kentucky that was Derby. So funny. Was raja was very strong in this as well that was so good <laughs> Yeah. It was, you know what? There was such a great roast overall, overall. But I just feel like the Viv should have been in the top. She did the most conventional kind of like rapid fire, shady but hilarious. She got the most laughs out of me. Yes, I don't know what the. I, do you think that the judges were looking at the the outcome of the? This, the what they call them the stars and we're saying okay this one doesn't have a star so we're going to put this one because i i couldn't understand the logic in a lot of the judging like a lot of the people that i thought were up in the top did not get the star and i know they had the plunger of death and blocking people and whatnot but it was like how did they like look i couldn't understand how everything kind of like fell into place that certain people were in the top and certain people weren't because it to me yeah. the strongest multiple times was raja and she, but objectively, regardless of the fact that I really love her, it's, mm-hmm. it, she was really good. She did a really good job. If she wasn't going to be in the top two, she should have been next to the top two. And I don't think yeah. she obviously felt like she was too, because she changed into the lip sync outfit ready to yeah. win. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I don't do, know what. What do you think about it? I think that there was an attempt a lot of the time to keep quite a lot of the queens at a similar level to create the illusion of a close race. Um, Because like a lot of the queens just kind of had two stars for a while. Um, I think they, Jinx performed super duper well all season and they allowed, being such a fan favorite, they allowed her to kind of run into the lead. I don't, about when it comes to Shay, and we'll come to the penultimate episode in a minute because there's kind of a lot to discuss there. But like the, I almost feel like they might have tried to create an artificial storyline for Shay where she was like underdog all season with one star after a really strong start where, you know, she had compliments from Naomi Campbell and she looked amazing in Valentino Couture. And then like there was this surge at the end, which unfortunately felt artificial 
because it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about so the episode that just went, where all of a sudden the winner for the talent show, the variety show, were was to get three stars. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it kind of made three whole episodes redundant. Yeah, and the yeah. sense of, I, I just it kind of made the whole season redundant because to win three stars in one episode automatically changed the game. And for those who already spent so many weeks trying to get to three stars. All of a sudden, that meant nothing because whoever got three stars in that last episode was going to make the final, which therefore made those with a lot of stars in the questioning mode mm-hmm. again. Like, oh, are they going to make it? Well, they kind of already seem to have punched the ticket to the finale. Mm-hmm. Do you, what, do you think that was fair? What did you think about the three stars last minute? Yeah, no, I think they were trying to, they, as you say, they were trying to control a narrative about Shay, where she would end up in the final, and yeah. it kind of went a bit overall. Like, cause, uh, this is where Monet was fantastic. The opera singing oh, in the so final beautiful. episode was just exceptional. What a talent and what a what a discipline. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do like? I, there must be some sort of planning that goes into like, okay, so we know that this one's gonna. A comedy, so we're going to introduce the comedic roast in this next week. They they can't just like I don't believe that they just let it go as a plan. Like on uh-huh. the second, we're going to do the roast, and on the tenth, we're going to do the <laughs> justice ridiculous yeah. improv. So I don't I don't think they do that. I think they twist and turn depending on who they want to highlight. But what makes it even more strange is that in this last episode, they said, "So you four that don't make the top four will also win a prize." So number two, three, and four get nothing, but perhaps number five does. (laughs) Or eight. Or lucky last. Yeah. Yes. What is going on? It's just, it's bonkers. I think they're playing the trick on them. And I really hope in the last episode they say, you all get all the money you spend on your drag, all the money you've invested in these weeks. We're going to give it back to you and we're going to send you on your way. Yeah. Re- yes, claim it. We call Could it the you... Drag Race Charity Reimbursement. You yeah. put it on your taxes <laughs> and then you're off the go. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine doing that? The, the thing I think about the three stars twist is that, like, I actually I don't have much of a quibble with Shay being in the top two. I think she was one of the stronger performers of the week. Um, the thing is when a twist is that obvious when they kind of like say oh you know Shay gets three stars and she's right into the the top four what they don't realize is that they do Shay a disservice with that it it makes it look like i mean that the, the production interference is just so transparent and obvious that it makes it's almost patronizing to Shay. in fact it is patronizing to Shay because she is an amazing all-round queen she has performed beautifully all season you know, she's just missed out on those top two placements because it's such a tough field. And then she will get more of a backlash and she has faced more of a backlash because I've seen it on Instagram from being kind of ferried into that top four than she would have done by being like gorgeous, amazing Shay who just missed out on the top four but performed amazingly and we still love her, you know? Well, did you see the way that Vivian and Raja looked at each other when this? all came to be like they were like this is this is a bit like yeah not right <laughs> but i love i love st- viv's face all episode because i could 
when I, I said this on the roast episode, not giving Viv the win for the roast was the writing on the wall for Viv. Yeah. It was basically saying like, we, in this scenario, you're not making it to the top four. Mm-hmm. And I could just see her energy in in the, the the episode we've just seen from the very beginning. She had a bit of I do, I do not blame her. I would I would have been exactly the same. She had a bit of a face like thunder most of the episode, but you could, <laughs> you, could see, you could see her just like trying to pull herself out of it and get on with it and do the best job that she could. But yeah, yeah. totally. Joke. You could see them exchanging glances, couldn't you? Yeah, no, it was they they were talking what was going on. So the top four are Jinx. Monet, Shay, and Trimsey. Yes. Yeah. Right. So did you think that the alliance that Monet and Trinity agreed upon was um was fair? Do you think like out of who do you think out of the alliance should have been in the top four? That's an interesting question. Out of Trinity and Monet. If I had to choose one, mm-hmm. ooh, that's a tough one. I'm going Trinity. Trinity's had a more consistent performance all season. Trinity was, yes. Trinity, because she was blocked. Monet and she had, still had enough stars to make it. Monet had more of a late surge because she got one star and then three stars in the last two episodes. In life? <laughs> <laughs> she had a second wind and maybe a third and a fourth. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Trinity's been the more consistent performer of the two. I feel like it was an injustice that the Viv was not in the top four. I agree. I feel I do like too, that... do, you, do you think they wanted her to be a foreign accessory to the show and not like a because like when they were looking at the edit and thinking, oh, she's not as strong, and then she came there and she actually looked flawless. She yeah. the makeup yeah. is perfect. And yeah. they were a bit taken aback by how good she was. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think it they did not want a British queen in the top four. I think so too. I think this is true. <laughs> do, you know, is true. do you know what's interesting though? That the, the, the rumored cast for All Stars 8 um, features Jimbo from Canada. So there's perhaps going to be a, a forward going pattern where they have one overseas queen per American All Stars. Well, that will be one to watch. Yes. So I, I did see a lineup of some of the All Stars suspected cast i did mm-hmm. see that for the the next one but i i don't know how they're going to top this because this season yeah. just made so much more sense like what do you did you can i switch to the secret celebrity drag race for one moment and this okay. new format on they've got so they they perform as the format of the show as opposed to the challenges mm. do you what what format do you guys prefer do you prefer it to be like these sort of like sometimes preposterous and ridiculous things they have to do <laughs> with good challenges or do you prefer it to be all performance like what would be better like almost like an x factor or a mass singer thing what would you prefer to watch would you like a mix of both personally i would like all performance <laughs> but yeah, that's, you would. that's because i i love I, I love to be on stage and that's what oh. i can confidently i can confidently critique performance whenever there's a runway i'm like tom tom <laughs> make sure, are you watching <laughs> what does joe think Ask joe. <laughs> but i would i would prefer performance i feel like if i feel like performance is a, is a big part of what i appreciate because i can't i can't dissect and analyze and critique fashion and makeup and when i do i don't i always feel like i need to give a disclaimer because that's not my bread and butter. 
So that's just me. I like. I agree with that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I like the conventional drag race format. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sick of it yet. <laughs> I hate the challenges where they're like, in 20 minutes' time, you will dress as an elderly woman with schizophrenia <laughs> and you will dance to the beat of an Irish drum. It's like, what the hell? What they, you're right. They can get rid of the mini challenges because they're redundant. Just give me the yeah. expector. Just give me the final. I could just do give without me the mini final. challenges most of the time. Most of the time I could do without mini challenges. They were kind of more interesting in the earlier seasons. Um, but now it just feels like they're just trying their best to put the queens in very silly situations. I don't they miss are, I mean, episode. I agree. I wish they did like, this is the, this is what queens actually do to put, to prepare for their shows. Yes. And these are all the kinds of queens that we see. So this week we're going to see someone that spends all their time making an outfit. This is what the mm. queen does when they're preparing their jokes. They play with other people. They do funny improv. It, instead of trying to create episodes that feel like they're setting, like some sort of, they're trying to in, they're trying to create drama as opposed to letting it happen organically. Like I'd love to see this. And, and the thing about this season that I just thought was so just pleasant to watch and, and really exciting for, and i went back to the whole thing like oh my god i can't wait for it to come out and i was using all the pirate links to see them it was positive it was really really nice and positive and i just thought they're all quality performance that they know have done a good okay. job they mm. they've prepared they're, even sometimes when they're not confident doing it like jada was not confident doing that um the roast she she was yes. a bit falling off in that way. Yeah, she knew she was. So she was just confident enough to to pivot and to take the Mickey out of herself, and it kind of yeah. worked in the end. She did that, something similar exactly. in that game, actually. You know, when she kind of like realized her prince was a bit weird <laughs> and like was a little bit flat in the beginning, she like leaned into it and was just like really really weird, but it came off as funny, and so it was good. It was. It was. I now the issue every time. We do a podcast with you, Joe. I just, I feel like it's just, I can go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> I really can. And we, we need to stop leaving it so long in between because it's always a good time. I'm going to have to come down to the last three questions before we wrap it up. Okay. The, the last one is the last number three is which was your favorite runway this season? Raj's entrance look with the headdress and the eye. That, yes, that's I, an excellent choice. Uh, just uh, exceptional proportions, like a bouquet of flowers, the way it was shoulder and hip. Stunning colours. I like the eye and the face. with the, mm-hmm. the, the It's just amazing. Just okay. amazing. So, yeah. What a fab reintroduction as well. And like a, a little reference to original um, entrance look with the, yes. the eye cyclops hat thing. That she absolutely yeah yes next one what was your favorite runway week spiked yeah oh with monet's um mohawk and, and viv's amazing Catwoman. yeah i yeah. like everything that's my that's what i'm interested in like punky stuff so it, yeah. it was interesting to see queens do their their individual versions yes yeah, i loved them yeah and now <laughs> The last question is this. Who are you rooting for to win the top four and then 
the second top four. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see the bottom four. Who? Who is your? They're calling in the shield. She already done had her. Okay. Zones. Who was your pick for the ultimate winner? Jinx. Jinx. Yes. I I agree with yeah. you. Jinx has been the queen of the season. Jinx um, has been consistent. And it's so wonderful to see a an inverted commas early season queen have such a fabulous reintroduction to the fandom. It's been really, really wonderful. Yeah. And she wasn't the cookie cutter drag race queen that we see today. She's the witch is like the twink that does the Aquaria mm. drag. It's, it's yes. like they're all <laughs> the same. I just she's a she's a non-binary and femme presenting character yes. that that is talented in a multitude of performative art. Yes. So I, I love it. She doesn't have to make her own quotes in the real world, you don't. She is just a, a, a brilliant singer. The, the Judy Garland impersonation was great. She's playing yeah. with her little crystals backstage, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> she crystals. She's got a little altar. She'll have her, she'll snuck her cat in there somehow, her little familiar. <laughs> yeah. And who was your pick for the winner? For the she or done already done had hers a squad. Raja. Hmm. Raja, yes. Oh, be so I would say this would be a I, good yeah. second. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm in full agreement about Jinx being the winner of the top. Well, the I don't know, I don't, kind of don't want to call the top four because it implies a bottom four, but you know, um Jinx, I'm fully in agreement. My heart is with Viv for the the she she done already done had hers as. Same. Do you know who I think will win? I think Monet will win. I wouldn't be surprised because it's coming down to a lip sync. And we've said consistently all season, you don't want to go against Monet in a lip sync. I think she's going to win the, the final, but I don't want her. <laughs> it's truly her forte though, isn't it? Yeah. Like lip syncing is her yeah. forte. Like Jinx. If it's a lip sync finale, Jinx needs specific camp songs. Like you know, you know about you know um, the only time she was in the bottom two in season five against Detox, they switched yes. the song at the last minute to favor her. I heard, to keep yeah, her in. I heard that. It's hilarious, isn't Should it? They need to switch every song and the Lala Perusa. Yeah, <laughs> if they want Jinx <laughs> to win, because yes, you don't want to go up against Monet, and but she's in there. You know, Shay's a fierce lip syncer too, but Monet is just a really fierce lip syncer yeah absolutely and yes. i think i want viv to win the um team b but i just feel like evie oddly is gonna pull out strict the soleil um shenanigans that are just gonna really push her to the top there are yeah. they doing a lip sync too yeah, oh, the, the bead. I didn't know the beef cast did the, the beef cast. Yes. I didn't so, know they were doing a dance. Oh so, my god! Yeah, so, so Vivian, Raja, Jada, and Evie, they have they're doing their own Lala Perusa, and the winner gets fifty thousand. Hmm. I knew that I knew the price, but I thought that it was going to be like Miss Congeniality or something. I didn't think it was going to be performance. Well, I think Jada might win. That's she'll be up there too is. she'll be up there too absolutely because she only lip synced once you know in terms of a lip sync for your life on her original season but she killed yeah it. 
and she's been she's great. And I, okay. I don't think Vivian will win the lip sync unless it's meatloaf or something. Oh my <laughs> god, I love that. And it's, the, and it's just like, okay, um, we're gonna pull a um a Christina Aguilera on burlesque, and you have to sing live. <laughs> so let's That's go. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Oh. Joe, thank you so much for joining. It's, it's always good oh. to have you here. For anyone, again, if you want to find out more about Joe Howard, look into the show notes. You're going to see the website and Instagram. So please follow and support. Uh, that's that's what we have. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for well, sharing your, your you wisdom and insights me. as always. We'll have to get you back on again. Oh. You know, yeah, just... I'd, I'd love to. I'm going to be your green Power Ranger to your yeah, main Thank you so much, Joe. Before we go, if, if you're a green Power Ranger, which Power Ranger am I and which one's Paolo? Well, yellow and pink. Yeah, so I'm Kimberly. I'm Kimberly. No, you're Trini. I'm Kimberly. I don't mind being Trini. Oh, girl, no. I thought you said another word then. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm going to say pejorative that would get me cancelled. Oh. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah. Everyone, we're going so to be covering to the finale, so make sure to join us and hear our predictions come to light. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. And. Jay Holland. Thanks you guys soon. Anytime. See you. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, guys.